What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Welcome to the You Up Podcast. Thanks for listening. As always, you can subscribe to Sirius and hear our show eight hours a week, two hours every morning, Monday through Thursday on Sirius XM Channel 95, Comedy Central Radio. But you are listening to the podcast right now, which is where we pull the best clips that don't have any music that we have to pay for over them. Isn't that correct, Noah? That is correct. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, We got a lot of good feedback on the podcast. Tell your friends. Get them involved. Um, I'm in studio right now with uh, Tom Takar. I'm a squirt. I'm a squirt. Hey guys, I'm Tom Takar. I didn't finish the song. No, and if you might not know if you don't listen to the serious show every day on this, our show, uh, Tom starts the show with a song where he inserts squirt somewhere in it because yeah, squirt nation is what we that, call our listeners. Yeah, I wasn't uh, really preparing there. That no, was, I yeah, I love that, that one. On I love that one. That <laughs> reminds me of the trailer for. Um, the Facebook movie. Oh, yeah. And where it's like a choir singing. I've watched that trailer so many times. That trailer's the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. I love that trailer. Every uh, song should have a version of it that's just a kid's choir because yes. it changes the whole song. Oh, it gets so creepy and like yeah. beautiful. It's very and, creepy. Yeah. Children are creepy. They they really are when they sing. And um, uh, Andrew Collin is here. Yeah, Puddle Boy. But a boy. But a boy, yeah, we did. <laughs> I love a uh, boy. Andrew Collin, as always, on the show every Wednesday um, here uh, on You Up. <laughs> and then Anya Marina. Hey, babe. My BFF. <laughs> Hi, neighbor. My neighbor. My old roommate. Um, great to have you guys here. This first clip is about um, a Raya date I went on. Raya is as how it's pronounced I found oh. out is uh yeah I, I, I just found that out it's it's an app for creative types there's a lot of celebrities on it you got to get approved um it's a weird app but it was my first date from the app and I've been on there for a couple years off and on and it was the first date I ever took on it and the guy kind of you'll hear the story but we're with Des Bishop on this clip uh he is in studio comedian Des Bishop and um we talk about how a bunch of comedians showed up and crashed my first ever Raya date Check it out. You um, I have two dates. Tonight. I had a date on Saturday night. Let me just like briefly get to that. Yeah, I um, want to hear about this. So uh, I matched with this guy on Raya. Probably he's probably listening. Um, I matched with oh, him on it was Raya. A Raya match. Yeah, it was a Raya, it was my first Raya date ever, and I've been on that app for over a year now, yeah. maybe two years, and. Um, Matched with this guy a long time ago. We chatted forever. He asked me out a bunch, and um, and I just like never. He just he's a he's wasn't my like I call Raya DJs jumping yeah, off yeah. of yachts, <laughs> and this guy is a DJ. Uh-huh. And but he turns out he's like a really legit DJ. He's like he's a very I really liked him. He's a great person, and he's like calling him a DJ doesn't it? it everyone rolls their eyes, but he's like yeah. a legit working professional. Like, yeah, there are good DJs. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, there are. And who who and he's and he started doing it when he was like this we both have the same kind of career trajectory where we discovered what we wanted to do early on and uh-huh. we like went after it hard and fast and yeah. um so I related to him a lot. Anyway, he um I didn't know anything about him aside from that he 
we matched and he's cute and um and he asked me out a bunch and I just kept going like nah, you know I just wasn't in the mood to like go date a, go on a date with a DJ or anyone really yeah. and so I just kept not doing it and also I'm realizing that I'm like really not ready to be loved in the way that I what I want my friends to be like, you know, like uh-huh. you, you look at your friends relationships and you go, he doesn't treat you well. Like you deserve to be loved. And it's like, until I love myself, I can't let someone else love me. So guys that I see as like potential, like husbandy type, mm. not that I want to get married, but guys that I'm like, Oh, he could love me. It scares me to be honest. Like, and I'm you bring this up at the first date. Cause I think this is a good first date. Uh-huh. I literally <laughs> just told a guy the other day who has been asking me out on Raya for a while. And I matched with, and he seemed, he's so hot. He's so nice. He's interested in me. He says all the right things. And I keep going, why am I not going out with this guy? Yeah. Like why? And it's like, cause it scares me. Cause he seems like actual potential and I'm terrified of that. So I told him the other day, I was like, I don't, I hate to keep blowing you off. I just want to let you know it's because you seem great and I'm scared of it. And that's why. And there's no other reason than other than that. If you want this to go anywhere, treat me like a piece of shit and I'll meet you in a second. (laughs) No, I just told him like, I'm not right. Like right now I'm not, I'm working on myself to get to a place where I can be with someone and, and be with someone who will actually love me and I'll be able to accept it. But I'm not there yet. I just really don't feel like I am. But in the meantime, I'll date people that like me because I like myself. Yeah. I don't know that I love myself yet. Interesting. So. You're just um, not that into you. I'm not. I mean, I am. <laughs> like, I think I'm pretty great. But, like, truly deep down, when a guy, when I see the potential for a guy to, like, love me and, like, uh-huh. really see me and nurture my feelings, it freaks me the fuck out. And there, that tells me something, that yeah. I don't love myself yeah. enough. But don't because we, if you I never did, will. We that's get to the, the next. No, we that's are not true. who we are. No, we it's are not. who we are. Oh, because, Des, I used to hate myself. And I used to go for guys that actually kind of hated me. Yeah. Now that I look at it, that they didn't respect me at all. Uh-huh. And I used to want them so bad. Now, I, those guys don't interest me at all because I like myself. Now I like guys who like me, but they don't love me. Yeah. But I'm, 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 go, I'm slowly getting to guys that love me. Yes. I'm slow. I'm almost there. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy <laughs> writes to me a bunch. This is not the guy that I wrote, hey, I'm scared of meeting you. That's a yeah. different guy. This guy... I was like, oh, he's a deal. Like, I don't need to take him seriously. It could yeah. be a fun date. Might sure. be potential, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, uh, he's cute. He's, uh, I, 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 he was funny. He made me laugh because he goes, um, he, so he asked me out a ton. Yeah, avoided what, it what for months. He, what were so the Saturday moves? night, I'm getting, right uh, yeah, Saturday night, I'm getting ready for my sets. I had a set at 8.30 at the cellar, and then I set at 1 o'clock at the cellar. Oh, so I had a that. big, I had a big gap. Yeah. I set it up with, um, I was having dinner with Anya um, at like nine. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'll be done with that at 10. I get it. As I'm getting ready, I get a message on Raya that said, um, let me read it. It was really perfect. It made me laugh. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I will go out with this guy. And you know what? I'll go out with him tonight. Damn. Um, and it was just perfect timing yeah, for him. I, I would have just kept kicking this can down the road. So he goes, um, I hope he doesn't mind that I'm saying this. He goes, uh, so uh, before this, uh, he goes, this is June 26th. He goes, Nikki, are you free on Thursday? I said, hey, I'm going to L.A. on Thursday, actually. I'm back again on the 6th. He said, oy vey. So not tomorrow then either, huh? I didn't write back. Yeah. July 7th. Okay, my last attempt. You free this week? I didn't write back. Uh-huh. July 9th. BB, as in bye-bye, I guess. I don't know. BB. July 16th. Big bitch. Big bitch, yeah. I didn't write back. July 16th. So the last time I wrote back was June 26th. July 16th. 
a sad face that's like ugh, like a ple- like a sad yeah. face. Man, I'm surprised he messaged. I didn't much. write back. Yeah, August fourth, Nikki. This is Saturday night. I go, Mike. Because yeah. I was like, all right. Uh-huh. And he goes, I keep matching with other comedians, but then I'm like, Nikki is the one for me. I liked wow, that. Okay. I liked that a lot. It, it means that I'm special. I wonder who else he yes. matched with, though, too. I asked. And I love how he says I that said, to all the comics. <laughs> I said, ha, 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 what, and then all in all caps, what other female comics are on here competing? Is it Claire? As in Claire Parker. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Claire Parker, friend sure. of the show, is on Raya. And he goes, I can't screen grab or else Raya yells at me, which is true. You oh, can't shit. screen grab. That's right. Then he listed the two comedians that are also on there. I'll tell you guys at the break. But they're oh, two, yeah, like, yeah. you know, girls at my level. He said, neither are nearly Jewy enough for me. Oh, let me, he's and a Jew. He goes, People and he goes, think you're Jewish. He goes, let me look who else. And then in the meantime, I go, I'm sorry to tell you this, but I'm not Jewish. Yeah. And he goes, listen, you look Jewish and that's good enough for me. <laughs> that is <laughs> funny. so funny that that was perfect. And he goes, anyway, I said Jewy, not Jewish. <laughs> Big difference. And I said, okay, I'll take it. I said, I wish I was Jewish, so that's got to count for something. He said, our, ki- our kid will be 25% per- since I'm half. <laughs> so he's already joking about having kids, which i it's funny. Yeah. He goes, can we go to dinner now? I mean, not right now, but like this week. And I said, possibly. I'm a busy lady. Where do you live? He said, East Village. Told me more specifically where he lives. I know you're busy, and I appreciate that. I liked that he likes that I'm busy. Yeah. I said, what are you doing tonight? I'm at the comedy cellar all night. Maybe come hang. He said, like, come watch you perform. LOL. Uh-oh. I know. This, but he's hot, so I didn't yeah. care. He goes, LOL, that's nerve-wracking, kind of. I mean, I don't have plans for tonight. And I said, no, not to watch. I hang out upstairs with friends at the Olive Tree Cafe. I'm there all night. It's not as intimidating as it sounds, but I understand if it's not ideal. Yeah. I go downstairs to do my sets, but you don't need to see that. He wrote, hmm, well, since I've been harassing you for a date, I feel like I should come put my money where my mouth is. But, hmm, well, I guess I don't have a a legit excuse not to. And I said, I have a set at 8.30, then I'm eating dinner with a friend. I have another set at like 12.30, but nothing between, so pick a place and I'll come meet you. Also, I don't drink. I don't care if you do. I just don't want you to be surprised. Okay. He said, I don't drink either. Okay, so we can meet. Bingo. Friend of Bill. I know. He goes, okay, so we can. Actually, turns out he's never drank in his whole life. Oh, my God. Much like my ex-boyfriend. Oh, my God. He goes, I've never heard of anyone who's never drank before. And I go, my ex-boyfriend. That's so funny. The only people I know are like Mormons. And I was like, yeah, Yeah. me too. And my ex-boyfriend. Wow. Um, He goes, okay, so we can meet at like 10, 10 somewhere around the comedy cellar or 11 or whatever. And I said, yes. And then I gave him my number and then he texted me the place and then he texted me and then we met up. So before I go over to meet him, I met the comedy (laughs) cellar. I finished dinner with Anya. I go back to the table where all the comics are. It's like Keith Robinson, Mateo, Lane, Jim Florentine, um, and a couple others. And Esty was there. Esty Uh, uh, books the cellar. Is Rachel there? Rachel wasn't there at this, no. Oh, there was a woman in that picture. Um, v- her name's Vaughn. Oh, What's her okay. last name? Vaughn. I, I, I don't know. Um, I, yeah, Patrice's oh, ex. Oh, it was Vaughn. It was Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She's lovely. I, I, I've, I've met her a bunch, and I never got oh, her she's name. Cool, yeah. One of those comedians you meet that you're like, oh, fuck. I, we've had so many great talks. I'm like, I don't know your name. Mm-hmm. Um. What's her name? Fuck. I'm going to look well, it up Vaughn. right now. It's Vaughn. Yeah. Vaughn she's something, cool. but I, she's so gorgeous and cool. and I. Well, just, she hangs out all the time, though. Yeah, and I should know her last name. It's really embarrassing. I don't. Anyway, so they're all there, and I'm pulling up his profile, 
And Keith Robinson's, I don't like him. I don't like him. <laughs> he's giving the thumbs down. He's like, I don't like this. Because like, he's a DJ and he has tattoos. So Keith is like just judging. And Keith doesn't like anyone, right? Yeah. And 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 Esty's like, I don't know. I, I don't care for the, like, there's a, <laughs> she's nitpicking. Everyone's, and I go, no, guys, he's not. This will be fun. And I'm sharing things about him. And then, uh, and I go, okay, well, wish me luck. And I go over and I meet him at the cafe right next door. And I walk in and um, it's great. We had a, a, a great time, yeah. great conversation. We have all the same, like, we both love the same comedy stuff. Like, we we both graduated the same year of high school. We uh-huh. were both obsessed with Seinfeld and Conan. Yeah. And, and so we're just, like, talking about, like, old Conan stuff, yeah, which is yeah. fun because not a lot of people know old Conan. Love and, like, old Conan I stuff. grew up on old Conan. Yeah. And um and we're sharing like stories about um we both have like really famous friends so I know that's like, a dumb topic but we're just talking about having friends who are like we were friends with before they got super famous and like uh, what it's like like it's a, a common thing that we have in common and um getting along great and then I I turn at one point to look out the window and outside the window are all the comics from the comics table, six of them. <laughs> it's Michelle Wolf, Keith yeah. Robinson, Vaughn, uh, uh, Jim Mon- Florentine, Matteo Lane, and Monroe Martin, yeah. all at the window, <laughs> acting, they're trying to be inconspicuous, too. They're kind of like, they're acting like I'm not going to see them, and then they see me see them, and then they all start waving. I get my phone, I'm like, I'm so sorry, Mike, the guy that I'm on the date with, I'm like, I gotta get a picture of this. And he's being such a good sport about it, like, uh-huh. waving at them. And Keith then gives a thumbs up, before he was giving a thumbs down, and now he's, like, in full support. And it was, for me, the best moment it, of my year, I think, yeah. was seeing all... And these people aren't, like, my best friends in comedy. Yeah. It was just... It, and then uh, I posted a picture of it on Instagram. You can uh-huh. see it on my Instagram. All of them at the window. And it was it's so heartwarming. Everyone had I the same it, reaction yeah. to it of, like, what a heartwarming moment. Because yeah. it truly was... And and Chris Fairbanks is a comedian in L.A. Who had the best comment about it. He was like, I should have moved to New York when I thought, like, he was like, the comedy community there is so much more supportive, and this is just a picture of yeah. that. And I'm like, you're dead on. Uh, is that true? This well, is, it's more fun anyway. This is so much more yeah. New York comedy than L.A. comedy. Uh-huh. First of all, like, you can't really walk down the street sure. and see your friend on a date in L.A. as uh-huh. much as you can in New York or next door. Yeah. But it just, it really encapsulates what New York comedy is. Like, yeah. it's so much more supportive here. It's still competitive, uh-huh. and it's still shit-talking, but it's but yeah, more. This it's, could be like a painting, though. That's it like, really is yeah. like the most no, supportive. Very funny, very funny picture. You uh-huh. gotta go look at this it. picture because it's so. It was just such a great moment, and I, and I, like I'm so glad I went on that date just for that moment. Yeah. And also, like this guy was awesome. <laughs> that was Des Bishop in studio with us. Next up, we have Dan St. Germain and Adam Pally, movie Ooh, TV star Adam Pally in studio. What a fun one! This was so fun. We talked about global warming, I believe, which is something that's always on my mind. Uh-huh. I just got a alert on my phone that said climate change and I was like it's over every yeah. time I get an alert on my phone I think the world is over yeah that, that's how Some... we're gonna find out that is how we're gonna find out the world is over yeah, it's that a there's... little notification and your fu- your phone's gonna buzz like when you get a flash flood warning yes Exactly, and and sometimes I get an alert and I go, it's all over, and then it's like a fun salsa recipe, and I'm like, how about you don't push notification, a fun salsa recipe, yeah. New York Times. Um, so we talked about global warming with Adam Pally. Here it is. You are. Of course, you get angry. I I I, th- yeah. I think of myself as a pretty chill guy, but I I do you know I have the same stressors as everybody else, yes. and I like builds up and. Uh, 
riding a bike or running just like is really fun and and good for you and i know you have to you have to do it yeah so uh boxing in this like yuppie format because it is yuppified what do you mean by that like (laughs) it's just like they give you an alkaline water when you walk in (laughs) (laughs) you know there's like a store on the side where you can buy things just by saying can i take this and they like you get an alert it's like 90 dollars (laughs) socks like you know it's yuppified it's got that whole thing they've got like lockers and nice showers downstairs that like give you like free deodorant you know, yeah, it's yeah. like it's a nice. Oh, this sounds great. It is really great, and it, it's and it's good. And then the forty-five minutes they've like concentrated boxing into its like dumbest, easiest to understand uh-huh. form. Yep. And everybody in there feels like they're a boxer, but you're like they're terrible, and yeah. you're like you're you're covered in sweat, and you come out, and you're like, Ugh. and you're not paired up with anybody, right? No, you you're each alone. have your own bag. It's in the stuff. dark. Yeah. It's in the dark. Oh, That's right. It was the in the dark. dark. That yeah. was what freaked me out about it. I was reading about oh, it. It's not like the pitch black. It's not like the. It's not like a learning <laughs> annex like a, thing where it's, it's like, like a a crawling. Club. It's not like a museum and <laughs> an escape a field room. trip. Yeah, it's like a. Uh, it's lit and like they see you. They give you the a number of a bag and then and then you go to a bench and you do like a weight portion of it do they are they like adam like your style arch that you know, set, whatever they they do do that and ever they do do that yeah and uh, i hate that they don't know that, like it's so obvious that they have a list of the names of the people that right. are taking the class and they don't know who is who yes like they will they never think that i'm the adam in the class they always go up to a different dude and they're like looking good adam because i'm not looking good so like they're never there's nothing to say to me and there's what if no- the lights went on and it was all you and children like you were in the kid i've had that the other class. day there was like this this like uh like hamptonsy mom came yeah. in and she had her two daughters with her who were no joke like nine and eleven <laughs> and they were like right in front of me and by like minute seven I was like on hands on knees, like, and they yeah. turned around and gave me that look where they're like, "Is this homeless guy gonna puke on me?" Like, <laughs> not a good situation for me. I was like, not holding up for the class. Do you ever? I've heard about these orange theory classes where they hook your like heart rate and everything oh, up yeah, and so you can compete with other people. I'm scared of that on a Whoa. screen. I don't want to see my heart rate. Yeah, I don't want to see. You don't. Either. You don't hold the little grips on no. the elliptical. Yeah. Oh, I see. My heart rate. I don't think that's right. I accurate. doubt that I never. Accurate. Yeah, I, I just don't want to be like hooked up to anything and then like all of a sudden be like, oh my god, I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, like the, I would have that the really competitive quickly. vibe. I don't like. I I I like to be able to quit when I want to quit, and mm-hmm. I hate being in a class where I'm. F- and that's why I know people like classes because it forces I think I'd them go to the persevere. Other way. Yeah, I well, think like I'd flywheel. Have the motivation. Yeah, flywheel is like that where they like put your name up, or you can ask them not to, where they like put your name up on a thing. And then you're you're literally like stacked up against everybody in the class. You see how hard you're working compared to everybody, and that can Damn. be daunting. Yeah, that sounds like that Black Mirror episode. I don't need that. Yeah, which I, one? The second one where it's they're all like they earn points by oh, yeah. working. Oh out that, yeah. yeah. The thing about Black Mirror is that show freaks me out. I've never watched it, but uh-huh. I've read every synopsis on Wikipedia <laughs> because I just you like the it's the better way to go. It's You're, the way I feel about the Saw movies too. I'm just like read about the torture uh-huh. scenes, but I don't want to see it. I've yeah. never seen one episode of Thirty Rock, but I love Alan Sepinwall articles. 
Wait. <laughs> That's a deep cut. It doesn't matter. Holy shit. Do you, you have seen 30 Yeah, of That course. was a joke. Yeah, yeah. I love Alan Sepinwall. <laughs> His Mad Men reviews were always the best. Yeah, he's a good reviewer. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> Clearly so that, good. that sounded funnier to me in my head. <laughs> no, I was head just, when sorry I didn't laugh because I was just like, no, you like totally like, I was trying to process who that was. Yeah, I'm no, I, I, yeah. it's okay. You guys know we work in the entertainment industry. Yeah, yeah. Right? I have an A.O. Scott <laughs> tattoo no, on my own. <laughs> so you can make an A.O. Scott joke yeah. and you can't even give a chuckle for that. I didn't know was. <laughs> You're getting Pretend angry at dog. the audience for not understanding the reference. Hell yeah, that's a good comedian. <laughs> uh, so you worked with a lot of dogs in this movie. Was it as bad as everyone says it is, or no. were they actually like? They're they, fine. They're yeah, fine. there's the. There's How weird are dog like dog handlers? Dog handlers are crazy and weird, <laughs> but they've spent all their time with dogs and they talk to them like humans. So it's yep. like they, they once they are talking with a human it, 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 there's such a n- nervous energy with all dog handlers and they're talking to a human and then immediately they turn to the dog and they become this like warm yes you know kind of ingratiating presence but it again like it was so uh well planned and so hollywood and so like those guys are professionals there's a whole industry that could like get a lion to read a newspaper on a toilet you know <laughs> they don't None of this stuff seemed hard for them or, yeah. or, yeah. or taxing, and I've, I've been saying this a lot, but I feel like it would—it's way worse. Like people like don't work with kids and dogs. Right. I think it's way worse to work with like straight white men over sixty yes. than kids and dogs. Oh my god, that's so funny! It's, Adam. it's just a longer production. You have to wait for them. It's like everything that they say about dogs and kids is way worse for. Straight white men over sixty. Yeah, they Cialis halfway. Through. Yeah, they got to take medicine to keep them up. You have to Dogs break. will sometimes take their dicks out, though. So will sixty-year-old <laughs> straight white men. <laughs> I, I like the lipstick. Yeah. Uh, we were filming on this show last last year, and we had raccoons on the episode, and the two raccoon handler ladies were like out of fucking winter's bone like they had the crazy <laughs> long white hair and they came in before everyone else and be like okay guys be silent these raccoons can get aggressive and we're like we've seen raccoons like what raccoons did you pick that are like that are gonna attack us yeah. like you picked the wrong fucking raccoons <laughs> i i always feel better when anytime i've been in in that experience yeah. i always feel better when the when the animal handler looks like an animal handler (laughs) because I've been in it the other way when it's like some (laughs) young dude who like clearly was like raised through the ranks of animal handling because oh, he was no. like, all right, let's take a look at this uh, thing. And they're like coming in on a Hollywood movie and they're like, okay, so the bird's going to fly in through here as soon as I take the mask off. And they like, take the mask off. I was like, and like oh, shit. Like, like, Daniel, Daniel, down. You don't even give it a bird name. I've seen that. I've seen that go like horribly awry on that way. Yeah. And I feel like the real ones are the ones that are like, you know, like the Cajun alligator handlers. That, yeah, yes. you know they're like. Mm-hmm. They have to start out like I feel like you should have to get up to alligator. Like you should start yeah. out with armadillo. Yeah, <laughs> and then like move up. Yeah. Well, the worst is when you're like shooting in a um, like in LA. You do this a lot where you're like yeah. the woods when they like make you go to the woods in LA. It's really not the woods. It's just a patch of trees in the desert. Yeah. That like yeah. looked <laughs> like the tree. Like, and so no matter what, anytime you're shooting there. They're like about to roll, and you'll turn around and you'll see a guy that looks like Charlie Daniels with a <laughs> with like a metal gripper uh, yeah. who's like just flicking through the brush. And you're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Looking for rattlers." 
And you're like, oh my god, right? There's snakes all over the ground. <laughs> oh. All over. All over the when ground. When I went to the silent oh. retreat, um, yes, I'm that douchey. But uh, I I walked through the paths and there was like, it was like a meditative retreat. But there was like signs for rattlesnakes everywhere. Oh my god! Like, How am I supposed How can to you meditate? meditate? Yeah, that's crazy. When I'm worried about being poisoned. Well, I just heard a statistic about um, black widow spiders that a black widow spider hasn't killed anyone. A human being in like fifty years. Damn. And yet we all live in this fear of like it's they, the name. They will kill you yeah. if you get yeah. bit. The name is very name. scary. It is a tough name. Black Widow. Those little uh, brown recluses are the ones those that kill ones, everybody. Well, those are the ones where like you'll lose your leg. Oh, those pictures are so gnarly. Yeah. People just have holes we had those in their all legs around our house. And Jesus, really? Like outside, but yeah, yeah in Indiana. Oh God, Indiana, man! Indiana. I, I went yeah. to school in Evansville, man. It's depressing. Oh, you state. did? Yeah. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, no, it's like the worst. <laughs> but I think everything now with like global warming, the stuff we're gonna worry about are all these diseases we thought were gone in like mm, the 1900s, because uh-huh. now because the temperatures are getting warm, they like can just come from the South bubonic America. plague. And yeah, stuff. like that's gonna be the new thing. Yeah. Oh God, that's I couldn't sleep be. last night because I just kept reading about like, oh, the heat waves that are coming are going to in the next 20 years. Yeah. Mass mass uh, deaths because uh-huh. of heat waves. Like we just can't handle it, and it's going to be irreversible. Like the climate change stuff. But then I look and I go, you know what? We're just in it right now, and that's why we're thinking about it. But yeah. then it's going to be cold this winter, and they're like, it's going to the cold fronts. Uh-huh. We're going to be talking about that. Everything just. Yeah. I was like going through my old Instagram feed, and like I'll always find some new climate change thing that I put up, and I'm like, we're all doomed. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was the. That was the month straws were going to ruin us all. But it's always uh-huh. going to be something. That's that's true. And it's always So just been, keep consuming too. and trashing the planet because, <laughs> yeah, listen, it's okay. always going to be something. No, try your best, but don't worry to death. <laughs> Literally, no. have you seen that picture of a turtle with a straw in its mouth? Yeah, that yeah. was enough. Sounds adorable. It <laughs> literally is adorable. <laughs> the only way that I can was come. my point. <laughs> it, it looks cute. Everyone's been, because I've been talking about straws, but everyone's like, oh, the turtle straw. And I haven't seen the turtle straw. It looks like an ad for like Pepsi. Like a t- turtle? Have you seen? Are you looking, I'm it, looking up? it up now? It is so cute. Well, wasn't the the, the polar bears were were? Those are fun. Yeah, the the polar bears. They someone got that inspiration from seeing garbage wash up in Antarctica, right? Like, oh my god, that is just a garbage. You mean the Coca Cola? Yeah, polar those, bears? that's just bears playing with garbage. Oh my god, that's so funny. Because oh you're god. right; those commercials were like polar bears discovering it's like this endangered coke. species that like comes across <laughs> a coke and like. <laughs> Hangs it around. There's like a little drop left, and they're like, oh, oh. You're right. That's so nuts. Yeah. And the the baby polar bear's tangled in the six pack yeah. thing. Yeah, it's, so, it's adorable. It's adorable. Santa's over it, like, well, Merry Christmas. Oh, Dropping garbage, like yeah. flames and carbon footprint from the sleigh. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing sadder than like I. If you, there's never good news about polar bears. No, I don't no. think there's ever going to be another headline about polar bears. Yeah. That's like it's a, it's a polar bear's birthday like, or something. Polar bear learns it's not going to be like Travolta in Pulp Fiction, where like. Polar bears are back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm happen. taking a bad stance on this, but like, isn't that okay? Like, there, like, there's no woolly mammoths. We're fine. 
Yeah. Like, it's okay for some animals to like. It's the cycle. It's the of cycle life. of life. Like it's probably not good though. Like when you yeah. see those polar bears like emaciated, you're like, oh, that's coming for us next. Yeah. yeah. And I know I just I know you I think we're like, gonna get overrun by polar bears. Yeah, no, we're just gonna get really skinny. <laughs> you know I hope what? I, I, get really skinny. I hate Hell those yeah. pictures of skinny polar bears. It just sets a body standard for polar bears <laughs> that I don't true. think that is, is true. Achievable. Those pictures are doctored. <laughs> the, they <laughs> they're doing a lot of contouring. We and... need like an Ashley Graham of polar bears. You know, know, I heard that if you shaved a polar bear, its chest size would be like 40 by 20, which is unattainable. Not even realistic. Uh, That's why they're dying all those steroids that they're on. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. There's so many. There's no good news about the planet, about the environment. No, there's rarely anything nice. The wildfires. It's just like, when does it end? Uh When does the world end? Well. I guess we'll find out we'll next find time out. on You Up. <laughs> I literally think that, that my up, whole life, <laughs> I just want to achieve a level of comfort where like, when things start to go, I can afford one of those big balls that you live in. They're uh-huh. like, they have these things that they're designing for when the apocalypse happens, that there are these gigantic globes <laughs> that you live in that can withstand you know, floods and everything, and you just live inside a giant ball. Yeah, and I just want to be able to afford one of Where those. Where do you shit? I think it's Hammock or Slimmer, as you can buy them. Um, <laughs> you it's probably... like a hamster ball, so the shit would come on oh, your head yeah. as you're like rolling <laughs> around. They gotta, they the gotta ocean. figure that out. I don't know where to eat shit. In like a hole in the ground. It'd be so funny I if that's the one thing, thing they didn't figure out. And then it pushes out. it out into the ocean that you're. Because you need on. water too, right? Yeah, I think there's they a float. Yeah, they float. Oh my god, that made me nauseous. Yeah, it's, it doesn't sound great. It doesn't, it doesn't sound, sound like a good life at all. No. I'd rather just die. In Why would you just ash. die? Yeah, I think I'd rather just be dead. Because than live in the, the human survivor. spirit wants to persevere. Like yeah. we, we just want to survive in yeah. any, no matter what. But the balls that were left would be like so. Like it would be all these like rich white yeah. angry Republicans who can uh, afford the balls. Yeah. Yep. And you're, every time you see a ball, you're like, this is the, I'm going to meet the worst yeah. person. It's like seeing an age three. You're like, this sucks. Yeah. You're like, I'm never going to be excited to meet whatever this ball is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was talking global warming with Adam Pally and uh, Dan St. Germain. Next up, um, this is a Noah pick. This is Noah's very favorite thing that has happened honest, on the show. And I'm this not is happy Tom's about what just happened. least favorite thing. <laughs> Noah this just is said, this is warming. my favorite thing. Thing. Yes. We've done a lot of things on this show. <laughs> For whatever reason, Noah was so tickled by this. And I meditated the other day and I was remembering how Noah was laughing during the segment and it brought me so much joy because She's she really now. was. She I'm obsessed with Andrew's wart on his finger. I don't I can't know what it is. I believe we're talking about this a third time. <laughs> I, I won't ever stop. It is so proud. Literally, I Google warts every night to yeah. go to bed and soothe myself. And I watch videos of warts being operated on. Yeah. I have a weird thing. It's not sexual, but uh-huh. I would almost prefer to... The other night I was thinking, would I rather hook up tonight or or like, dissect Andrew's wart? And I literally would have chosen Andrew's wart. Damn. I yes. want to get in there so badly. And this wasn't like hook up with Andrew or dissect his yeah. wart. It was hook up with anyone I would want. Would you want somebody to finger you with a wow. wart hand? No, 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 no. I don't want to get it on me. I, w- I literally am going to get What if you could gloves. hook up with a guy and dissect my wart at the same And I won't no, even have to be oh, there. Just yeah. my hand. Just my It'll hand. It'll be like a threesome. That would actually be the best thing that could ever happen. Yeah, the just my arm, though. That's what I would like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, if you show it to me, I can't stop thinking about it. Like It's if, a flake. It's on the flake side there. When are you going to let me get into that thing? 
I'm not joking you. I'm playing hard Tom to get. Tom is so this furious is right now. I'm he so hates mad. it. It's so disgusting. I don't know disgusting. what part we're playing. There's a part in this episode where I got frustrated <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't we blame talked you. about it an hour. We talked about it for so long, and then we talked about it again later. And then I was like, "Are we talking about this again?" And you guys acted like I was crazy. Oh yeah, I did. For yeah. not liking this. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's it is Anya. What do you make of this? I get it. I've Googled so many cyst and blackhead videos, so I completely understand your point no of view, one but else also is into warts, Tom's. Though. I need more wart content. There's I know so, a lot of people who are into this shit. There's so, many, there's so many pimple content things and blackheads, and like you can watch pimple popping videos all day long. There's dirt, certain yeah. people with millions of hits, but no one's doing wart content, and I need more, yeah. and I want to make it with that wart. Okay, I got to get to the club. Here it is. <laughs> you um, and a bigger thing I want to get to is that Andrew Cullen has a wart on his thumb oh, that yeah. I'm obsessed with. Okay, here's my thing. I don't know if I'm alone here, but I'm obsessed with warts. Yeah. I I don't know what it is. I always have you been. You get a look in your eye. That's It's dangerous. I, like, I'm afraid you're going to cut my thumb off. Let and me like... just say what I want to do with it. I want to, <laughs> I want to just like dissect it and like rip it out and I don't like popping videos you know how some people like zip popping videos oh, I don't I like know. that I, I don't it, like yeah. those many many people like those yeah. I like wart digging out videos mm -hmm. I like it to be like a dry like crustaceous yeah. thing that you get out and you uh -huh. like I love it and his wart I'm like obsessed with it you put All apple want, vinegar on it yeah the other day I like treated it at my apartment yeah. like I put apple cider vinegar and it like it's really crazy how much that stuff works it does I had, I had some like weird thing like that and it like knocked him out like no problem I really want to know if anyone else is into warts because, what do you want to do with it like, okay and I want, what, yeah, here's what, what I would do with that did your wart? obsession with warts start oh, or like early I used to take my mom's foot because she had planner warts and I used to like and my sister had planner warts too and I I guess when I was seven probably the first time I saw one I was just like I need to dig that thing out and my 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 best friend Kirsten and I in fourth grade used to torture our bug bites like we like torturing uh -huh. things so we would make X's with our fingernails and we'd mm. X them mm. Kirsten one time came that. in in fifth grade and was like I burned mine with a curling iron last night and, we were, and I was just like you're hardcore <laughs> <laughs> but then I also like I get hangnails and I love to torture those because it's just like skin that I, dry skin that I just want to rip out yeah. and one time I was in art class and there was a glue gun and I had a like an open like uh hangnail yeah. I love when I get hangnails secretly because I get to like operate on them and so I poured hot glue into the like open like I'm I was psycho Damn. and it burned so bad it, it burned felt my thumb so good though oh I <laughs> I here's what I would do with your wart okay here we if, go. if it was mine and I've had a wart on my thumb like that before, and it went away, and it, it was one of the yours. saddest things. I would not. sell it to you for 40 I, bucks. If I could get a wart like that on the bottom of my foot, I would do it in a second, but I'm just scared to make skin-to-skin -skin contact with you because I don't want to touch you <laughs> in general. But I, um, no, what I would do with it is, first of all, She's I would- She's staring at it, folks. I would- <laughs> yeah, I literally, it it's- I watch videos where people like if you looked at my YouTube uh -huh. it is not ASMR videos anymore it is just I'm obsessed now that Andrew has this wart I can't stop thinking about it I know this is insane I am I'm very aware of it but I want to okay I would take a razor blade right and I would exit so I would just like scrape off the top layer wait, razor wait would you make Andrew's throat and yes. then get on <laughs> I, would, I would scrape off the top layer because it's like that's the and then I would get at the, those aren't seeds in it 
by the way. Those are broken blood vessels. You know, people always think the plantar warts have seeds. They're not I seeds. Didn't know that. They're yeah. broken. People always I've tried they do. They I've, tried, every, I didn't know, I've never heard this. Everyone I've always tried to says avoid this whole thing my whole life. <laughs> no, you know warts have seeds, Tom. Yeah, no. If you look online and Google plantar wart seeds, everyone says, "Oh, the seeds are showing." It's they're not seeds. They're broken blood vessels, and because the. It's so I would, I would, I would, I don't want to draw blood. I want it to be like a clean cut, but I literally, if I wasn't a comedian, I would go into podiatry and if I could operate on warts all day, uh, every day, it would be a dream. You don't think it would get old though? I would though? love it. It wouldn't get old every no, day? It would be no. Christmas? I'm obsessed. It's like, I, it's not a fetish. I'm not like getting wet from this. I just, I would literally... Love it. You know that just it's, it's a satisfying thing to would me. Would you wear I, gloves? I don't know why. If you cut my wart, would you wear gloves? My mouth is watering, it's, so that is weird. It's insane. <laughs> you talked about your date. It has oh, nothing no, no, no. on there. I would, I would wear gloves, of course, because I don't want to get it, but I want to just like, and I don't want warts on dicks. I want warts on callous well, skin. Yeah. yeah. It has to be a callous. I don't like warts on noses. I don't like warts on faces. I want a, a planner wart that is covered in a callus that I can scrape off, and then I can dig it out and torture it and get it out and like look. <laughs> Look at it when I get it out and like cut it up and like. Just, <laughs> what would like, you do with it? I love when people. There's all these videos online of people ripping out their warts and then just putting them on like a a desk and then like zooming in on it. And I'm obsessed. Damn. Okay. Okay. Tom and Connecticut called. If you have planners warts, you have HPV. Yeah. No shit. Um, that, hey, that's what bro. Called. Come on. You have HPV, uh, Andrew. I don't know. I think. Do so I do get laid enough? Um. It's it's fine. Everyone has it. Like it's it's okay. pretty much everyone has it. Ex husband got think- treatment for warts. It was gross. Kristen in Tucson. Yeah, it is gross. It's like first of all, a lot of times they they um. I was so mad because I went to the dermatologist once to get treated for like some other skin thing I had. And I go, I also have this wart on my thumb, which I love to torture. Like it would never uh-huh. go away. And I loved it. And yeah. she goes, oh, we'll just burn that off. And I was like, okay. And she burned <laughs> it and it never came back. And I was so sad. Mm. So. <laughs> Hmm. Mm. I don't like your noises. I don't like Mm. that noise. So tell me more about this. Oh Mm. God, gross. Mm. I'm. I don't know why your noises gross me out, but your wart like makes me want to get to know you better. Uh, that was wart talk. Sorry if you didn't enjoy it. I hope uh, you got to the end here. Uh, the last <laughs> clip we have is with um, the just so kind and yeah. sweet and cool. I mean, he blew me away. I mean, I knew he was cool. going to be as cool as I wanted him to be because he just seems to be that person. But Rain Wilson was in studio. Mm-hmm. You know him as Dwight Schrute from The Office. What did you make of this, Tom? Loved it. He was so cool. Yeah. He, t- he told good stories. We had a lot of shark talk on that one. Yeah. Um, it was a good time. He was just, you know, there's celebrities that come in here and they're they're trying to promote something or they're just thinking about lunch later. What They have a lot on their mind. He was very present. Yes. Whatever he's doing for a meditative practice, I want in on it because he was very present. He heard every joke. He laughed. He was yeah, just Yeah, he was there. a good laugher. He was cool. He was yeah. just like part of the team, and you're going to hear it now, and you're going to love it. Um, Rain Wilson, everyone. Yeah. Rain Posse. Wilson. What Hello. Up? Hello. Yes, hey, you up, do. Man? How's Hi. It going? How are you? How are you? I'm Nikki. Nice to hey. nice see to meet you. you. Or me. Well, yeah. we I hate meet? to be that person. I don't like when people go, it's nice to meet you, or it's nice to see you, or again. This is you. Okay, what's the story? Okay, we, I, I, it's actually a good story. Um, 
We met at The Tonight Show in 2009. It was my first time doing stand-up on The Tonight Show, and you were the guest on the show. It was you, me, and I was filling in for Paul Abdul because she had, um, you know, a, a problem probably at the time. Woke up not feeling great. So they called me the morning of, and, um, and they asked me to fill in for Paul Abdul. And I did stand-up in the second chair position, which is unheard of, really. Oh, wow. And then Hoobastank was the musical guest. That is guest. very Ooh. weird. Wow, what a, I, what a weird and somewhat lame assemblage of talent for it's a talk show. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> throwing myself into oh, that as well. I was so excited that you were on. You made oh, it well, legitimate nice. and yeah. so exciting. I mean, it was... But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. My... My celebrity star has waned in the sky of celebrity, <laughs> which maybe is a good thing. But now, like, I can't be like a first guest on a I talk know. show. Like, oh, you well, how do you think Hoobastank the... feels? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going after the stand-up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the reason? <laughs> it's so funny how that works. How like you know yeah. like. When The Office was on and we were getting nominated for awards, they would, they would beg me to come on Letterman and be the first guest and stuff. And now it's just like, oh, hey, I'm promoting this big movie. Could I be on there? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> nah. You've been through each side of it where you've seen, yeah. you've you've gone, you've been the first. What yeah. does that feel like? Do you, do you even let it get to you? Do you care? I mean, does it? You know, it it dings your ego a little bit, but sure. I, for me, I don't I don't really care. I you know I um I look I I, I had a great run. I, I I wasn't I'm a weird looking doofus. I wasn't yeah. supposed no. to be a celebrity. Thank you. That's Handsome why I man. needed to shake your yeah. hand. <laughs> I relate. <laughs> yeah, we're brothers from another mustachioed mother. That's right. Um, <laughs> So, you know, it was such a great ride to get on that show and get to do that. So it's all fine. Yeah. It's all fine. Yeah. And your first seed on this show today. So that's nice. Yeah, that's... Well, second, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I'm the second guest on the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's worse than you thought. Yeah. Right? Incubus is coming in. They're going to kick you out. Third eye blind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, that'd actually be great. Well, yeah, I... they're pretty good. I... <laughs> I actually, um, I remember I crept into your dressing room uh -oh. when you were on, on the couch talking to Jay Leno because they didn't give me a bar in my room and I needed, I was drinking at the time and I was mm -hmm. like, I need a beer before I go out there and do my television date. Like I don't go on stage without a beer in me. So I stole a beer from your, from your room nice. and chugged it right before I went on stage. Was, like I, was I nice to you or was I kind of you a were, dick? Of course you were nice to <laughs> well, me. You were I, so nice. There's been times when I've been a dick. I'm sure. But like, it, it, you know, we all can be dicks, but in, in that kind of setting and I'm another piece of talent on this you were so lovely and I even it was such an embarrassing moment for me because I went back and watched it and I didn't realize it at the time but you were so lovely because I finished my set and I walked over to the couch um and you go oh it's hilarious so funny and I go thanks Dwight and I call and I <laughs> oh, called you no. Dwight on camera so humiliatingly because I obviously knew your name get out and um <laughs> and get I, out. I know <laughs> I know I, it happens to you a lot though I'm I'm assuming sure yeah it happens all the time Ugh. yeah people like, I'm really sorry never that on I was the one of show. Those. Yeah, usually not like other fellow performers in Hollywood yeah. like, hey, Dwight. <laughs> it was but so guys on the street like Dwight Dwight, yo, Dwight, can you get a selfie? Dwight, Ugh. Dwight. Ugh. I get that a lot. I would say every uh, day. And I want to say, you are so charming <laughs> and friendly that and 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 relevant. Yes, I will take a selfie with you. <laughs> no, no. What do you do? Do you just go, no, like, what's your... 
what's your point? Fuck you. Yeah. Nice. No. Um, no, I, I, I try to always give a nice photo to a respectful fan who's just being a decent human being and is yeah. a, obviously a fan of the show. Yeah. But like drunken frat boys who are neither oh, drunk nor a frat right. boy um, <laughs> are is you know shouting Dwight across the street I don't, I just yeah. don't do I just yeah. ignore them it's good. easy to good yeah. punish them they should know yeah. Yeah. they should they shouldn't they shouldn't get what they Murder want all the time I, I yeah, got, yeah kill I them. skanked them yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> woo <laughs> you got skanked you got who you got yeah it's uh it's a what was crazy thing. though sorry Nikki no I know please. it's your show the the it's craziest thing I went and did a play in Chicago and um. The people like people in New York and LA, they're pretty savvy about celebrity, and they're like, oh, and you could tell like they recognize you, but they're like, okay, there's celebrities around, and whatever, we'll be respectful. In Chicago, I don't think they get any celebrities yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, and it feels weird talking about myself as a celebrity, but you know, you're a celebrity, whatever. Yeah. I'm a recognizable former sitcom figure, and but they they just go crazy. They just went crazy in Chicago. I mean, they would paw at my clothes oh. and grab my arm on the subway Whoa. and just like be shaking. A girl came up with tears running down her oh, face. Man. Oh, like, my God. They don't get any kind of celebrities. You would be huge yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. You would. I'm going next weekend. Hell hey. yeah. What's your, what's your deal? Who are you? Isn't are you, he, he are you gets, a stand-up? He yeah. gets recognized on the street and he's not... He's not been on anything. Like people just want <laughs> people just want a picture with you. I know he's yeah. got a great. What is your name again? Ian Fidance. Fide Finance. Fidance. Fidance. Finance with a D. Yeah. Fidance. And he's Fidance. hilarious. He's um yeah. yeah he's just I feel like that... I want to manage your career. I... Let's do it. I feel like I want to like take him to Hollywood and be like, this is Ian Fidance. He... That's right. And he's an actor. I mean, he he will be someone that people will be screaming whatever your character name yeah. is eventually. Call at me in Chicago, baby. <laughs> yeah. They are. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love that because yeah, you you are a, a a character actor guy, much like Rain was. Rain, I I looked, I was researching you this morning. You were in Almost Famous, which is one of my favorite movies. It's my first film, and I know. Tell me about that experience, and tell me about booking that movie. How exciting that was! I mean, that's a huge movie to book as your first film. Yeah, you know, um, I put myself on tape in New York, and then you know didn't hear anything. Like I didn't hear about anything for most of the auditions that I did <laughs> and then moved had moved to LA and then just got a call like you've got a call back and and uh, I was like holy shit and they were like you can read the script but it's under lock and key you have to go into Cameron Crowe's production office you have to sign in you have to sign an NDA and you can only read it in the office and you can't take it with you or take any pictures they confiscate any cameras or phone so I went it was like this sacred pilgrimage of like going down to vinyl films in Santa Monica and they brought it out like on a silver tray and like there was like a chorus of angels going yeah. like the suitcase and, in Pulp Fiction yeah exactly <laughs> lighting yeah, up yeah, yeah. and um, he uh, and it was and it's truly one of the great screenplays ever written especially the full one the like 200 page version full screenplay is it's a novel you laugh you cry you're just and I sat there and read the whole thing. I was like crying and laughing. And of course, I was just auditioning for small roles, but uh, it was super cool. And then I went in and met Cameron Crowe, who's one of the he coolest human beings. And I'm sitting on a little chair in his office, and he comes in in flip-flops and sits cross-legged on the floor in front of me. What? Oh, with a little like handy cam to film the audition. 
but totally like disarming like hey man i totally love that audition you did you were so funny and like let's figure out let's let's read these things and well, you have any ideas like uh, what you want to play or how you want to play it and just totally collaborative and uh very very different experience wow. than auditioning for most people. Yeah, it, it uh, I, an ideal uh, audition, I would say, because yeah. you you felt comfortable and he was rooting for you in that moment. Yeah, and he already liked what you had done, and and you did do something really. Um, you made a lot of hard choices on that character. I mean, it's, it really stands out to me as soon as, and I didn't even realize it was you until I read that this morning. I was like, oh my God, of I course I know that like guy. The ends in that. Yeah, right. you were, you worked at Rolling Stone and the character was yeah. the editor? Yeah, he was an editor at Rolling Stone. Uh, Dave, and now I'm blanking on the name because- Because he's an actual, based on an actual person. Yes, and he's, uh, and I met him. He came by the set when we were shooting, and uh, he was Cameron's mentor uh, as a young writer. Oh, so, wow. wow! And in fact, when I read the script, there was an amazing scene of this guy Dave with the kid at the airport, and it's a two-page scene all about like writing and you know what it means to fall in love with a band, but don't fall in love too much because you've got to be a journalist and and just about life and. I was like, so when I got cast, that scene was still in the script, and then oh. they called me like a month or two later, and like that scene's been cut. I was like, oh, oh. you get this me? role, and you're so excited. Yeah. yeah, it's it's still, oh man, you still really shine in that film, and um, I, I just love that 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 was your first film because what had you been doing up until that point? I I went to NYU, and mm-hmm. I was doing theater in New York for the most part. So yeah, I spent mm-hmm. ten years doing Shakespeare and just little plays some big plays i was in a few broadway things and and regional theater and i just i went for classical i'm not in the i'm not in the comedy world people always think i was like a stand up or a sketch comedian or improv guy i never did any of that stuff wow. i just played weird characters in in plays which kind of worked for dwight you know to transition into that role from from doing Shakespearean clowns to Dwight is actually mm-hmm. not that far of, it a, isn't. of a shift. Yeah, you, you know? bring that to that role. That really makes a lot of sense to me that you, um, yeah, it's, uh, I want to ask you about the movie that you are currently in and out, and that is the reason you're here. It's called The Meg. It's based on, um, the. I didn't know what it, I just thought it was about a girl in a sorority. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Meg. She's haunting the sorority. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> it's the megalodon, which is the yes, extinct the big shark. shark. Yes, um, and this is a uh, this is a, a, a monster movie, and yes. um, and you play a scientist. No, or a, I um, no, you play I'm the guy. So that glad le- you did uh, the, your research. I did. You you let him out. <laughs> um, wrong. My, oh my favorite part of the trailer is when you tell oh. Jason Statham that he had an attitude problem. Yeah, yeah. That was great. <laughs> um, no, I so I play Morris, who is a billionaire uh, an industrialist who funded the whole scientific operation and built this underwater lab that the scientists in it discover this kind of like this air, secret area of the ocean that's never been uncovered before and they go down under it and then they unleash the megalodon who comes up into the waters to chomp on thousands of people yes and you shot this in new zealand we shot in new zealand amazing as three months in new zealand which is the most incredible country on earth yeah it's incredible you've been there before i'd never been there before it's amazing if you get a chance to go it's a long ways but man it's it's spectacular and uh, yeah, it was like one of those dream jobs. It's like 
oh, you're going to pay me all this money and I'm going to be in New Zealand with Jason Statham and cool. This is awesome. But you spent a lot of time on a boat filming. Yeah, so we spent a few weeks on a boat out in the actual ocean and shot some stuff out there. But most of it was that same boat that we were on in the ocean. It's so weird how they do these things in movies. They they made another version. They made two boats. And then that second one, they cut in half. And then we were shot on the back of that half uh. of a boat in a tank, in a giant, giant tank about the size of a soccer field Whoa. that's like six feet deep. And they put that boat in the tank. And then and the giant green screens around it and, and the cameras, and they could kind of rotate the boat and um, and turn it and stuff like that. So we, yeah, we spent months uh, on, yeah. on that on that boat, but we had a lot of fun. It was a it's a really fun ensemble of people. I mean, it sounds like it. And and you were there during the election. You said you were like out on the water oh, wow. yeah. when you were tr- when the results oh, were coming weird. in. That was so weird. Can you tell <laughs> like, me about that? Take us to Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm just staying. I'm staying in New Zealand. Uh, the um, I was out on the harbor and we were shooting this chase scene with a the shark is chasing about to devour Jason Statham and um, that it was like 1 p.m. but the 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 polls had already closed and and I was just keep hitting refresh on my CNN app and the results were coming in and there were there were only two other Americans there were was Paige Kennedy who doesn't didn't care and uh, John Turtletop who's directing the film who was so busy you know directing a 150 million dollar film that he didn't have the time to care so it was just me and the other people are Australians and yeah you know, Icelandic <laughs> people and people from England and they they kind of cared but didn't really but it was it was oh, that's yeah. isolating man yeah. that's brutal the it scariest is. monster of all the yeah. megalodonald Trump <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you grow up liking um, these? The, how, let me just talk to you about sharks. How did you feel about sharks going into this? What was your knowledge of them? Are you scared of them? Are you someone who enjoys the ocean? I um, yeah, I like the ocean. I'm a real wimp around the ocean. So um, people say, "Oh, do sharks scare you?" It's like, yeah, sharks scare me. But you know what else scares me? Salmon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. You talking about that earlier. You're talking about going uh, scuba diving. Seaweed would creep me oh, yeah, out. Kelp, yeah, kelp yeah. brushes kelp. against my thigh. I'm like, oh, yeah. Ah, I don't want to be touched. I don't like bugs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. barnacles. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like all that. So Jellyfish, I get, I get yeah. squeebed out by all manner of Even things. Even the water, the tides, like uh-huh. the that's the thing yeah. that scares me the most. Is like oh, you like got a riptide. Wa- yeah, you, you got to swim parallel to the shore. There, you got to have all these plans. You got to punch Lifeguards. a shark in the you nose if it comes up to you. Nose, you got to yeah. swim parallel to the shore. You got to remember the, all these things the out there. The punch in the nose thing is kind of what you do. The main thing that you have to do, which is seems so counterintuitive, uh-huh. is to just float there. And do nothing. That sounds like something the sharks put in your head. (laughs) That sounds like more bad news from Big Shark. The shark's PR firm. Uh, Tell the humans to just lie there. Take it. Cut yourself. uh, Seals seals splash around, and that's when the sharks go. So Uh, supposedly, if you just lay there, they kind of smell you, and then maybe have your surf suit on, your Uh your wetsuit, and then they're like, ask. Bucket, you know. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, most shark attacks are just a shark tasting you and going, mm. Ugh, 
I don't like oh. that. And so when people get bit by sharks, it's usually just a just a Which sample. I'm kind yeah. of offended by a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's wrong yeah. with us hey, humans? I, I taste oh, good. Our, have you tried to taste a seal? Has anyone had seal sushi? They're <laughs> I've disgusting. Never had seal. Like humans are delicious. Yeah. Start eating seal. That is offensive. I think sharks yeah. are racist against humans. Oh my That's god. True. Thank you. Finally, Finally someone said it. it. Yes. I think we need Hashtag. to I think we need to fire these shark sharks. racism. Yeah. Yes. Shark racism. <laughs> Get them out of the water. I mean, this, this is going on long enough. You're eat me. sharks. That's a bumper sticker. Hey sharks, eat me. Okay. <laughs> I would love I I would like I was doing um as part of Shark Week, I was doing Shark After Dark, this like show, and, and we were talking about. Is that a euphemism? For yeah, it sounds like it a does. sex show it's a sex on Cinemax. Uh, yeah. It, it would have been. Shark After Dark. It was. Take a bite. Oh, there was a my shark fin expert is so on. Thick. Yeah. And I was asking him about all these things, and um, and and the bite. I would love to get bit by a shark if I can guarantee what? to get bit by a shark and then not die from it. What, like a little teething or like Just a whole chunk? Just to have chomp. a scar, a shark scar. I think that girl that has one arm is so cool. You know the girl that was young. And yeah, got bit. The surfer. I, I think she is so. I mean, I'm not. I don't want that. But like, uh-huh. I what a Were great you Shark Week with the guy who lost his arm or arms. No, from, no. He's, there's a guy covered in scars with one arm who had it lost. An Australian guy to a shark. Wow. And they're like, wow, that's so cool. We're gonna make you the host of Shark Week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be so triggering for him every day. He's legit. You know. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. I I I think sharks are so fascinating, and I I think that I I care about them a lot. And oh, and want people sweet. to know about them and know that although these movies are fun and sensationalized and and make us scared of sharks, that they're really not. There's so many more things to worry about sharks in the ocean than sharks. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I'm worry way about- more worried about humanity than uh, sharks. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And. Uh, but also, like it's it is a even if you died by shark, what a way to go! Way yeah. to go. Oh, you're gonna die anyway. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably gonna die choking on raisin bran yeah. someday, and it'd be way better to go out. By I shark. was one, go out with I remember dignity. one time I borrowed my handyman's van to go down to Home Depot and pick up some stuff, and I was. And I pulled out kind of onto the street, light traffic, and started going. And I was like, oh, the seat was like too far back. So I went, bent down to kind of pull the seat forward to, to hit the little <laughs> thing. And then my finger got stuck. No. Like literally, <laughs> as it slid forward, it <sighs> slid over my finger. It didn't like chop it off or anything, right. but it was like weirdly stuck. And I was <laughs> trying to drive this big van with my finger under the thing. And I was already kind of in the traffic and I couldn't find a place. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I am going to die. In this van with my finger under the seat, and they're going to take a photograph of me. TMZ is going to come over, and I'm going to look like I'm going to look so grotesque and pathetic. Like I'd much rather get eaten by a shark. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You should have a deal where, like, uh, in your will, it should say, like, "Hey, if I die like that, plant a shark on the scene." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was part of it. Yeah. You, you can make big money. <laughs> From that, yeah. like shark planting service. I always think about that, like those those times where you go, "Oh my god, I could have just died just then," yeah. and that would have been the story. I always think about on Dawson's Creek. Dawson's dad died because he was licking an ice cream cone, and it like fell off into the seat next to him, and he tried to like reach for it, oh, and it swerved yeah. off a cliff. Oh god! I have done that with Froyo yeah. so many times. I know somebody like, who died the like spoon. that. Yeah, I, or they were making a bologna sandwich by reaching in the back seat. It's like a cousin of my grandma or something but I was like yeah that's a dumb way to go I fell into a river once and when I fell in I went and I spun around and that would have been my last words (laughs) a pirouette and a 
Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I think that's how you're going to go anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you're going to get some kind of weird disease, and on your deathbed, you'll go. <laughs> oh, I hope. I hope that's my last words. <laughs> That was the podcast this week, and as always, you know if you stay till the end, you get to hear a secret. We all reveal a secret. Is everyone ready with their secret? I'm not ready with mine yet. I'm not ready. Um, I'll give away mine right now. Um, Here's a secret this week. I was going to bring in a shirt to give Noah, because I often bring in clothes that I'm like, oh, this doesn't fit me anymore. It's one size too small, so I'll give it to Noah. And, um, And I was bringing it in, and it smelled bad. It smelled like really bad B.O. Like I had rank B.O. one day and I don't think I've ever washed. Like I realized that I smell bad a lot of times. Oh, I have another secret too. last night. Oh, my God. I'll save that for another. I'll save that for the next one. It's a good one. But remind me next time. So um, Hmm. I um, I'm disgusting is my secret. Like I my secret is that I need secret deodorant because I have (laughs) disgusting B.O. if I even allow it. Everyone here is trying to think of a secret. No one has one. Yeah, it's tough. It's so hard to think of a secret. I think because we talked for so long today, it's like you put out so much stuff. I put out that thing about crying about my ex, which I think was like- Yeah, we've already revealed so many secrets. Can we say a secret about the show? You can do any, yeah, yeah. If these people can't hear the whole show, though. Yeah. I secretly fear that I- insulted Aunt Sally when I couldn't, when I told her to turn her radio down. Oh, yeah. No, oh. no, no. That, well, she didn't care at all. She, I have secret yeah, I don't shame. Think she gave a shit. She but now I don't because you're only as sick as your secrets. Yeah, that's the part. That's why I do this. Thank like, you. I try to, like, get out my secrets. Yeah. Um, mm. Like, I secretly feel... I like. I wonder if she's mad. No, oh, no, 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 no way. No. She's been through. She way loved your worse. music. She kept saying. Okay, good. I felt yeah. Mm. Um, I when felt- I uh, gave uh, cash to your to your, uh, I didn't steal. But when you get so much cash, like you know, when you give it to your cleaning lady, and yeah. it's just all these twenties, like eh, one twenty wouldn't mind yeah. if I just yeah. took it real quick. I wouldn't I, notice. I didn't, you would never notice, and I would, I would just never have, notice if you stole cash. It's so me. hard when you see a ton of cash to yeah, not a, steal it. I don't have a yeah. box in my apartment with a ton of cash in it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. That's my secret. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, Where's if you rob me, it? I will not have that box anymore based on this conversation. Nice. But I know what you're saying. Like, that's why I trust you and yeah. my maid also, because I'll tell her, like, I forgot but to you, lay out the you, money. Yeah, will you did you, it with the maid. And you, will you just go get, and she goes, I don't want to do that. I, I'm like, I trust you. I don't care. Well, in college, I would steal, uh, qu- like, my roommate had a ton of quarters. I was about to say, yeah, And I would take ahead. a couple, I would, you know, I'd get a double do stack, and you would take, like, $2 a quarters. So it was just You'll a little notice, amount. Yeah. But we do. Hmm, I did that. I, I was going to say the only time I remember stealing from someone, I remember my stepdad's mom had a uh, a big quarter pile. And I, my favorite thing to do was to play this arcade game at uh, the local grocery store that sucked. Um, but it was the only entertainment we had in Indiana. So I stole like a handful of quarters and got caught. Damn. Oh, you got caught? Yeah, I got caught. Oh. Damn. 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 You know what? It, like, if, if you stole from me, I don't even care because you would have to carry around the fact that you stole from yeah. me. And that would be way worse but than me losing out on $20. But that's how I feel about money being gone because I wouldn't notice it because I have a lot of money. And I don't, or in that box, and I wouldn't notice it. And I don't count money. I wouldn't, but. That would be that would be that sucks for you that right. you would have to deal with that. That's how I feel. So steal from I me all you want and then live yeah, with that. I hope bitch. a thief doesn't come. All right, of that, but, yeah. thanks, guys. <laughs>
<laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. Yeah. Thank oh, you. great review. And uh, great hey, review. get on serious. It's like for, it's like it's cheaper than you think. It's way cheaper we than you think. We do eight hours a week, uh, and it's a great time. And uh, you'll be part of Squirt Nash. Squirt Nash. Squirt, squirt. Squirt. Bye, guys. Squirt. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.